0: We Saved You a Seat is sponsored by the Oklahoma Family Network. Oklahoma Family Network focuses on supporting families of children and youth with special health care needs and disabilities, as well as families who have children with a mental health or behavioral health diagnosis. Oklahoma Family Network provides families with emotional support, resource navigation, parent-to-parent engagement opportunities, and wants to ensure quality healthcare for all children and families by building strong and effective family professional partnerships. Per 501c3 rules, it is important to note that Oklahoma Family Network cannot and does not endorse any one candidate for any reason. The purpose of this conversation is to bring awareness, education and support to families who have children with special healthcare needs. Ellen's personal journey takes her to candidacy level advocacy And you will hear about some of that journey and experience today. Thank you for joining us today on the Oklahoma Family Network podcast to learn more from families who have children with special health care needs and or disabilities, and to hear ideas on how you can get more involved with advocacy efforts in your area. Welcome to our third and final episode with Ellen Hefner. In our previous two episodes with Ellen, we highlighted some of her amazing advocacy experiences. Today, Ellen helps us understand what an ABLE account is, and how they benefit Oklahoma families and individuals with disabilities. Also, in this episode, you will hear Ellen share beautifully about her late husband, Jimmy, and the love that they shared. Thank you, Ellen, for spending time with me and allowing me to share your wisdom, experience, and journey with others. I cannot leave here without talking about the ABLE accounts. Um, You mentioned them earlier. And so I want, as complex as they are, I want to see if you can break them down. And that way, um, listeners who are listening to this and maybe hear about the advocacy work that's gone in behind them uh, to what it is now. And so why don't you give us a good explanation of what that is, who they're for, and, um, and how you're involved with them?
1: So the ABLE account here in Oklahoma, we have OK Stable. When Oklahoma um, got our first ABLE account, I was in 2018. And Treasurer Randy McDaniel, um, he's such a nice man. But as an advocate, he doesn't have the, the, the stories or the idea about how these accounts can help families. And he also doesn't have, like we were talking about that, speed dating. Like if we're introducing something new we've got to have someone that we trust, which might be a parent or someone who works in the field. When we got it, I kind of boldly went uh, to the state treasurer and I said, hey, I can help you with this. Um, I would like to do this outreach. Now, ABLE accounts are, uh, families have to think a little bit differently about what we're told. When I was in the hospital, that same nurse who told me about Sooner Start also told me, do not save any money in your son's name. I never saved any money where the other two, you know, 529s and 529s are um, tax-advantaged accounts for for college. And so I never, we never did that with William. Advocates in 2016 had uh, the ABLE Act was passed and it's called Achieving a Better Life Experience. It's so that if people who have a disability and receive benefits, which the two benefits we're talking about is Medicaid or um, SSI, uh, Supplemental Security Income, that there are rules with those that you can still save money, even if you have those benefits. Now, the rule that we're talking about is a $2,000 asset limit. A person who has a disability cannot go over that amount. So how do you save money? And so these accounts, if done in the right way, which is putting them in this account, they can save money. And they can ins- and by saving money, we eliminate two words together that the, the disability community knows, providers know. It's called spend down. Um, spend down means if they got close to that $2,000 asset limit, they'd have to buy something big enough so they won't have to play that game every month. So friends of mine have several recliners or TVs, um, now we don't have to do that. We can save money for what we want. And I like talking about these accounts. There's rules. There's some rules to these, which is okay. And there are some limits, which is okay for now. But I do want to just tell people that the stories that come from these accounts and saving money while still having benefits are incredible. Donnie and Michelle uh, got the national story, the first one, you know, first in o- Oklahoma is the first to. Save for a down payment for our house. They couldn't do that before if they each had to have under that resource that asset limit. So these accounts change lives. You know, having in a conversation with uh, William about what are you saving for? That's a good idea. And there's it's the the money that and how it's spent has to be for the benefit of the person with the disability. And so, as Donnie and Michelle have found, it's for the benefit of them and kind of looping in Mount St. Mary's, William's saving for a class ring. And that is an able expense that that's what he's saving for. He asked if he could use his money in his OK Stable account to buy a class ring, and it's perfect. It's for the benefit of the person with the disability for William. And what he said was, I want a class ring like yours mom it's perfect so able accounts are um you know of course okstable.org has um, a resource tab that has uh, a lot of information on it but if you want to talk to someone about it or need help or answers in opening up an account um there's ambassadors um some of the women that I have mentioned, I think I mentioned all three of them, are also ambassadors, Angela Donnelly, um, Wanda Felty, Roseanne uh, Duplan, all of them. They are ambassadors as well. Uh, Treasurer McDaniel is not running again. We will have a new treasurer. So there's more advocacy work that we have to do, um, which is exciting uh, because we want more people to know about these accounts. Um, The last thing that I'll say about ABLE Accounts it's not, um, I won't be exact on the amount of money. Um, across the state, our ABLE account, that in our OK Stable, we have um, over $7 million in ABLE accounts, which means that that $7 million we didn't have to spend on things we didn't need. And that is huge. Um, ABLE accounts are easier for parents with records, for rep payees, for people who have a disability that are adults that it's a, just an addition to, and um, OK Stable accounts are, are really a help for parents. Um, do not disinherit your kids. Uh, OK Stable is a good idea for saving, and um, talk with someone about how that works with your plan and retirement and all that other stuff, because it's a, it's really a good help.
0: Thank you. Thank you for educating us on all of that, so that'll be a big help you mentioned Jimmy earlier, and so I want to know if do you do you want to share a little bit about Jimmy? i I want this to be yours. I, uh,
1: I think it's part of it. Um, i I talk about uh, Jimmy, my late husband, um, a lot. He and I were together for a very long time, and um I love him dearly. But the anxiety that he had, um, oh, it just was uh, horrible. And you know, working with him and trying to support him with his needs, you know, that's uh, I know a lot of families that are are struggling. Uh, Jimmy completed his suicide. Um, it'll be six years um, next month, which I always get the day wrong. So I think my brain is still protecting me from it. It ha- it's such it has such horrible effects. Um, what suicide does is changes people permanently, and um, that amount of loss. It's um oh, you know, there as his advocate and I have been, um it left this part that he couldn't even tell me about. Um untreated. Uh he he needed a little bit more help and did not receive that, um, which is another reason that I'm I'm running for office uh for the state representative. We're we're not helping those uh, that want to um, to help our our husbands or brothers or sisters or kids. Everything I learned from how to supporting a child with a disability, I knew and wanted to do that with Jimmy. I was just not given that discharge from the hospital or help. Um, I wanted to know everything. I told the doctor, "I'm not someone who Google's diagnosis. I want you to tell me how I can help my husband." Um, we've done it before. 10 years prior, we had an episode, which is how he had ended up with a psychiatrist, and things were fine until they weren't. And when they weren't, there were so many blocks for families for me. I got to stop talking like it's not my life. There were so many blocks and barricades for me that I could not be his person to help him. Um, I don't know if they're hiding behind HIPAA or, oh, it was just frustrating. Um, At least when I was, helping William, I was his parent and I could, um, now at 18, you know, I have power of attorneys for him. And as there's power of attorneys for myself as well, when I need help, but I didn't have that with Jimmy. I wasn't advised that I couldn't be a full person in, in a team member for him. I miss him every day. Of course there's uh, I see him in, I see him in William I uh and his talents in my son Harry <laughs> sarcasm especially in humor in Harry um and that bright brain of his in Evelyn I think he I, I think if I would have gotten the help that I needed as his support in that understanding of where he was um who knows I don't live with the Kodoshutas I don't want to um I have every day to to look forward to. I can tell you that if Jimmy was here I would not be running for office. he'd he'd be frustrated he didn't he wouldn't see me very much. Um, but I do this because of that that lack of support for people who really want to help um, their loved one like we do in in our disability world it's it's wrong uh, it's definitely wrong how they treated, our family and thinking that we we didn't want the job of helping him, we did, we do. Um, and I still do, I I know that that was lost. Gifts given um, is, uh, is the knowledge moving forward and helping other people and knowing that there's gotta be a different way to do this. I know that we have this national phone number for people who feel like they're not going to be safe with themselves or others. There has to be a whole lot more before that. If someone is picking up that phone, they're needing help. You don't really tell people when you're going to do this. There has to be other, um, because as close as Jimmy and I were, he didn't even feel open enough to tell me that he was lost and going to to leave us. That amount of betrayal between us, who's someone who would never betray me, and the trust that we have. Oh. it's just a horrible, dark place. The sweet things about him. And, um, oh, gosh, what a beautiful human. When I first met Jimmy, seven, I was 17. I met him at a I uh, I can't remember where this band was playing, but I had a roommate whose boyfriend was playing in this band. So I went to this band, and that's where I met Jimmy when I was 17. And you know, so many years later, this band is going to play for a fundraiser for me. (laughs) And um, when I reconnected with uh, one of the band members, I saw him at uh, Not Your Average Joe's, which is where my son works, the coffee shop. And when we saw each other, it was like, oh my gosh, we know each other. And we started talking and he said, you know what? He goes, when Jimmy walked into the room and that smile, it just lit up the room. Uh, You knew that he was going to maybe rub you the wrong way with something that he said sarcastically. But that smile, he said, I'll never forget. And to hear after six years of missing him, you know, how angry I was with him leaving with me in the beginning. About how angry I was with um, the betrayal of the kids, you know, them. Six years later, I see that smile. Yeah. it um, did light up a room, and he did um, have that effect on people. And I'm happy to know that after so many years, that's what's remembered. Um, that's what's remembered. And uh, I hope that continues as a legacy for the kids, too. In me, it's nice to know that that smile is still <laughs> still had an effect on people. It
0: it absolutely did. I will never forget us planning reunions in the NICU for our families. And you brought your whole family up there to decorate and to put extra effort into making sure it was going to be a special day. And Jimmy was very much a part of that. Jimmy was very much a part of anything you were involved in. That's what I remember of Jimmy is he was was beside you in everything that y'all did. And you're right, his, his sarcasm, his humor, his, (laughs) his, he knew how to make a, a work night fun. (laughs) We were working so hard trying to prepare and he, he made the whole evening just such a delight and such fun. um, Oh, that's
1: so nice to hear that. (laughs) Um, My brother, uh, Bill, um, Father Novak, you know, the we don't talk about suicide. Like it's an, it's not an embarrassment. It's um, to me to talk about it. I think families need to be able to, to, to let things out, to talk about it, to talk that their life was important to them and um, that the mental health part, the mental illness was what took his life. And the church recognizes that on um, September 16th, uh, St. Francis is having a a mass they've done this oh gosh I think this will be the sixth sixth time it's for all denominations it is a mass but that people can come and we pray for our dead and that we can all be there in that space and know that that suicide took our someone that we love dearly and we can still pray for them and remember them so they call it a massive remembrance and um And I didn't cry for many years, (laughs) four years, maybe I was just, it was during COVID that I really wanted to figure out how to feel again. And um, so now it happens quite a bit and it's good because the majority of our life was so good, you know? So my brother did the funeral mass for, for Jimmy and he asked the kids, you know, he asked me, he said, could you ask your kids what memory they remember? What, what do they remember? And uh, something that you said is, our dad made our life fun. Like, it, every day was something fun. And the memories that they have overwhelmingly are of that. And it's hearing what you just said about making a night of work fun and what my friend in that band talked about, his smile. I'm happy that that's what remembered. And I'm I speak about suicide because I know that there's way more to... To life that has ended like that than that night.
0: As well as another layer of advocacy for you to speak out and to, as you've already stated, talk about how can the families, you know, be more of the support.
1: You know, the and it works in the same way as it the candidacy is is a big part of my life right now. So that's why it's come up quite a bit. I think it walks hand in hand with advocacy because. When knocking at the door, I know how to listen and how to ask those questions, and um, I hear at the door about loved ones who have addiction and are homeless, and how we don't have this step-down program for people who've committed a crime. You know, I, I've i got this new language now when I talk to, um, when I knock on doors and someone says, I can't vote because I'm a felon, and I'll say, are you on paper or off paper, Maybe, well, um, I'm, I'm off paper. Well, you can vote. You know, well, no one told me. Okay. Well, we we see another step down here. A program where maybe there's something that when you're released, instead of I've heard from people who are released from jail to say, I don't know how to do it. I'm going to go back and do it again. You know, because that's all I know. Wait, wait, wait. How do we do that? Same with people who come from the hospital. You know. Same with people who come home from the NICU. You know, you're there for that step down. And we do not have that for those who are receiving. And I think that there's um, a huge gap. And um, I mean, I'm not gonna say that I'll, you know, if I win, I'll have this magic wand. No, I I don't have it. But what I have are these stories of the pain, you know, um, that uh, I don't want another family to not uh, have to go through that. It's um, horrible. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I had a a woman say, how do you do it? How do you get up every day? And I don't know, maybe it's because I thought that there was so much else to do. I had three kids looking at me and um, I knew that there was more to do. I knew that it was, it didn't feel right. You know, it didn't feel right that. Um, out of all people, I know how to support and won't give up. And that I was, that chance was taken away from me and my family. And I think that that's another reason that I, I knock on every door. I won't give up. (laughs) Maybe after November 8th, I'll take a break. Um, I think, uh, I think humor is part of it. I think laughing. I think, I think love. I think that, um, I may be leaning on people a little bit more right now. Um, uh, they know I'm good for it <laughs> and that I've, um, it's, it takes all of us. It, we're. All, it takes all of us. It takes all of us to vote. It takes all of us to, to answer that phone call. Um, it takes all of us to, to give us the, the, I don't know if it's respect or understanding to say, okay, you got this. I'm going to give you some help so you can help your loved one. It's all of that. And uh, sometimes it's overwhelming at times, but I know I I have this, this great group of people that we've walked together. We have woven this knitted together these lives and um, who won't stop or maybe tell me to take a break too. Oklahoma is going to be a really great place. We're, we're working hard and, um, it just takes a long time and, uh, we're not giving up.
0: Well, Ellen, I want to thank you for one, bringing me to where I am in my life. Um, you, you did that by yourself. Not at all. You, you provide the platform. You provide the encouragement. You provide the opportunities to people to become the better human being that you see in others and it's it's definitely a gift you have um so i want to thank you for giving me the opportunity and seeing in me something uh, bigger and stronger than what i could see in myself and and so thank you for that um but i also want to thank you for sharing today sharing your heart your mission your goals everything you you've given us a beautiful picture of of who ellen is and um and i cannot wait for us to share this story and your journey through advocacy to um through the legislative system and it's it's going to be just a beautiful beautiful story so thank you for today thank you for listening to this episode of we saved you a seat Oklahoma Family Network promotes family-centered care and provides tools so families can make informed decisions, advocate for improved services, build connections among families, and serve as a trusted resource in health care of children and young adults. If you would like to become a supporting family or get in touch with another family, please contact Oklahoma Family Network at oklahomafamilynetwork.org or by calling 405-271-5072.